Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's time for the season finale of Owl House Season 2. Although this will not be our final podcast, we'll return to review every episode of Season 3, but whenever the heck that comes out. We also have one more podcast for Season 2. Much like we did with Season 1, we'll be doing the Owl House Awards, where we will look back on Season 2 and rank certain aspects of it based on categories. Our previous attempt at this was really fun and really silly, so I hope you'll tune in for this one. And if you haven't, go back and watch our Season 1 reviews. We're trying to plan out what other podcasts we can do next. If you have any suggestions, let us know. But in the meantime, my channel's also home to plenty of discussion and news videos about other cartoons. So please stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed Owl House Season 2, and I hope you enjoyed our review series. It being about covens and stuff like I've never, I've never watched it. I've never really even heard the term coven before this show. And really? like you guys were, you guys were talking, I mean, I, I, like vaguely, but I didn't really like, you know, I've never saw a piece of media where like, that's the focus of it. Really. I'm in a coven in real life. We meet naked in the woods every day at 3am. Oh, what the heck? That's, oh, that's what that's called? That's yeah. And right. you're like, I guess I'm in a coven I'm, too. I guess I'm in one too. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, hear about this girl lost in Frogland? I think it might be a hoax. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Worst possibly placed amphibia reference. Literally, why would you, would you have that at that moment? That is like. Okay, I, I don't want to spend the entire opening minutes around. I mean, I can, an amphibia uh, joke. But come I on! I haven't watched amphibia, but I could. Like, that's, that is adorable. But that was not the place to do it, and it was like very extremely obvious. Like they held on that shot for, for an extra have, second or two that they didn't. They need should to. have done it. They even had a picture of Anne Boontray. They they should have had that in like another episode. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. Oh had, oh, had anyway. About- anyway. 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 Okay. Can I start off okay. by saying I'm so proud of them because in terms of like finales and like that like i know there's only been two but it was so much better than season one's like 
Because they totally could have had that great build up and just kind of fizzled, but like, oh my god, that was so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Great drama. It was my thought during this episode is like, you know, I, I sort of thought of the the previous one, like a lot of stuff comes to a head and like sort of gets resolved and then it like, gets foreboded. But I feel like this episode really was like entirely tension. And they did a good job of not making it like too blatantly lore heavy. You know, when they're talking about the collector, they they did a great job being subtle about like describing what he is and stuff. And I found that really interesting as opposed to like what, what, what talking to Kiki more is like, oh, who is the collector? And then she's like, oh, well, you see, the uh, 19,000 years ago, the collector came <laughs> to our planet. And like, like she just like says a very vague, like he's from beyond the stars or something. Yeah, like, we that's it. really, that was really, we don't really know at all what he is. Still. Exactly. And I think. Um, I don't know how much we will ever learn of him, but I think this was a good introduction to him, even more so than just seeing him before because we knew absolutely nothing before. And now we know slightly more. We know like the perfect little amount right now, I think, thanks to what this episode said about him. What an intro for the collector. Like you don't just show you don't just show him showing up with like you, you, you first reveal that he is a star child from God knows where, and you don't just have him one shot annihilating the previous villain, which is a classic <laughs> anime, classic anime moment. You have him tearing reality at the seams for fun. Like, it is so effortless for the collector to just change the time of day so that it's no longer the day of unity. And, and to end by, it by from the moon. And to end it with such a, 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 a like flawless king moment, I'm so proud of them. Like, <laughs> earlier when Will, Willow was like, like you have to find the right moment to help, and like I expected King to be like, like look at camera, this is the right moment to help. And he just like did it, and I'm so happy about it. It was really I was, good. I was I was I was waiting for Luz's uh, arm to come off. <laughs> What? Luz's arm? Luz's arm? Well, Luz... Oh, I got it. Someone lost their arm this episode. (laughs) You've watched too much Adventure Time. Someone's arm came off this episode, though. Because as soon as Idla took off her arm at the start of the episode, I was like, does that get rid of the draining spell? And and then it it did! (laughs) Kind of funny she didn't think about that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it was a tense moment, but... I, I just there's so much I, I they continue to to use all the characters like every single one of them in such like a in my opinion like almost flawless way the way they're all interacting and their their part in the story yeah I, I am still like the, sorry I go ahead this I think this episode there wasn't like who is this episode mostly about I feel like there's like even screen time for everyone so it's not yeah really I like mean there was maybe like the well, emperor I don't know was the maybe main it kind of had like chunks like. The, the beginning part was a lot of focusing on Ida. Uh, well, the, and King, then the, yeah. the side characters before that, too, a little bit. Yeah, but it had a lot of characters, but because it was um, most of it was tension and drama, right? Rather than, like, most of the plot had already happened in the previous episode, I guess. So you had these really tense moments around everything going wrong and, and just this increasing amount of hopelessness i suppose up until king finally makes his deal with the collector so i'd say this is a well it's called king's type it's a king episode but um it also gives a lot of screen time to other characters like Luz. 
Now, what did you think of Belos in this episode? He was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was was like um, Elder Chara Belos hot? Yes, even hotter. Oh my god, Mitch Belos. What? It never. It didn't even occur to me that like that ver- that horror version of Belos like. Like we saw it already. Like I know, you know, that was in his mind. I thought the thing in his mind was going to be different from his um, real form, and I guess he, the eyes on it were new. I don't remember seeing it exactly like that. It was also, more, like, it was more silhouetted in that episode, but it was uh, the same creature. I expected them to be different, but I'm not, I'm not bothered by it. I'm just saying that. Also, like the fact that that's just his true form. Like I guess we knew that, but like I guess I never really thought about it. Like that he's like the entire time he's like masking as a as a human or a witch or whatever it's like he actually looks like that <laughs> it's crazy well, that, and then that and then that bit of him talking to hunter like turning just his head back to normal Ooh, yum 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 so that that's fantastic, <laughs> that's and fantastic then, like hunter drama. getting like a venom symbiote yep Ugh. yep symbiote time <laughs> oh he brought it into the human world oh wonderful yep. even oh, worse perfect <laughs> Watch them get back, and they're like, like season like three finale. They finally open the door and get back, and it's like they're all actually just playing like children's games. Like it is like finally you're back, and then it's just, they're playing like hopscotch with the collector. No, do you anyway. think he can survive though with just that little bit of him going through the portal? Yes, I mean the fact that they showed it a hundred percent. Like there's like that's gonna do something. I don't know. Like, and attached to Hunter, no less. Just when Hunter's developed his own individuality, and now he has to deal with Belos again. You know, oh my God. you know what's interesting is I never really thought about it until Luce was getting like petrified. But she was like, "What he like? I guess we haven't really known what he exactly wanted when he was going back to the human world. But he really was just gonna show up and be like, Hello, I am a witch hunter,' and everyone was gonna be like, 'You're.'" You're a freak. Like, <laughs> like he's gonna finally get there. If he succeeded, he would have just gotten there and been like, "This sucks." He wanted to be right, though. I mean, we don't know how much of the what, like, the extent of the witch lore, like, in the human world. But he wanted to go back and be like, "Guys, all the witches are here. Get to the door. Let's fucking kill them all. Let's go!" Woo! You know? Yeah, but they'd already be dead. Party. I mean, yeah, they'd already be dead. I don't know. Probably his probably his original plan. Whether you know, not knowing whether or not they had more blood. He'd want to be like, guys, I'm the. Tell me I'm the coolest, and they're like, oh uh, the yeah, I guess it makes sense. You I, found if all I'm the being witches. honest, like, so this is a little weird to me because I don't know. Like, I guess I can just excuse it for like a lot of off-screen things that happen, maybe. But it surprises me that someone like what is her name, the big-haired plant coven head. Uh, um, Terra Snapdragon. Yeah, it, it surprises right? me like someone like her is just like. <laughs> Kind of just like, I believe the Emperor, and then she was surprised that all this evil stuff was happening, and I'm just like, she seems like yeah. a clever character. It's kind of weird to see them, yeah, like, so... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You, th- you think if anyone was, like, smart enough to turn on the Emperor, it would be her. Like, e- even Kikimura kind of knew about the Collector and all that nonsense, and yet Terra Snapdragon, that one of the... the most intimidating villains of the show turns out to be a complete idiot. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I get that they kind of they need like some people with like a hundred percent loyalty to the emperor for, but it's like I guess we didn't see it enough to make it like believable that they would like totally be like, yeah, this this isn't sketchy at all. Like, I'm gonna be so. What if she was just 
What if she was just batshit insane and, and, and wanted everyone to die to the spell anyway? I mean, that would have been Honestly, cool. Honestly, that would be in character, considering how she wanted so badly <laughs> to kill those children. Especially, like, a plant coven leader. She'd be like, now everybody will be one with the soil. I'll be a god. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, But instead, she's like, wait a minute. Is this bad? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I, it's, it's not that big of a criticism. It's like, I, I loved I loved the episode. but Kikimura didn't know that much, though. Like, she knew more than Bellis thought she knew, but... She was still like begging to serve him at the end there. I feel like we need. Episode, I feel like we need to go back and turn on captions. There's a point where the emperor. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that says right now. I was, I, was, I was thinking. I was thinking that. I thought he said Caleb. Is that the name? It sounded. It was. It was something like that to me too. I'll. Have to, I'll find it. I, do, I, I. I thought he said Philip, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> do, do we know his brother's name? Unless it's revealed in like background details, I don't think we. Know. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It would be very silly if his brother is actually called Caleb. Like, like Hunter gave himself the name Caleb, and then that turned out to be his real name? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Really awesome music and framing in this episode, just like the previous one. Dude, oh, I have to... You reminded me, the Collector theme was amazing. I yes, was so yes, into it. For sure. Like, as soon as they came out, like, and that started playing, I was like, ooh, something's <laughs> happening. This is great. The Collector has an adorable design. All of the characters in the show look adorable, but the Collector has an adorable design. It's a shame we already knew about it going in, but, you know. Again, perks of being a Chan, just don't look at anything, <laughs> and then you're surprised. I don't know why uh, Dana Terrace decided to post fan art of the Collector's true form on the internet, only for Can all of you... the fans to draw it. Also, I got spoiled on the design by, you know, images on Discord, but that's a me problem. I'm so, curious, can I, you I link saw... me her picture that she drew? Because I want to see it. I, I, this morning, or like earlier today, I, I saw like a YouTube thumbnail that said the collector's true form revealed, and then on the thumbnail it had a picture of like Bellus's face after he removes his scar or whatever. Hmm. What? Oh, it was like a like fake that. spoiler? <laughs> I guess it was depends when it was posted, but at least it's not spoiling it on the thumbnail. Also, yeah. I got uh, we were we were completely wrong. He just says kill him at this scene. He does not say a name. Oh, that's that's when he says it. I think he's saying kill that's him. That's weird. I think he's saying it. Well, I, is he saying because he sees the palisman and then says it? So like, is it because he's he hates palisman? What's going on there? What is it? Is is it even Bellos saying that at that stage? I, yeah, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it looks like the monster that he's become like feeds off of palismans and then he went into like human form for a second and was calm and then like the palisman like made the monster like be like okay now now murder now murder now murder yeah but they've all got they've all got palismans so it's not like it's just be um, we know for a fact that 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 is his, his brother's palisman so he must have something against that specific yeah. Do we know specifically how he got like this? Was it because he was carving runes into his arm? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess so. so it's it's implied. It, it, it could be that, or it could be the collector. Well, it's. I think the paintings in the memory episode probably tell that story, right? Yeah. Like all the stuff no. he was doing to his body. Like turned him into oh, this yeah. crazy thing. Oh, you mean like when I mean, he was cutting what, when, himself? Where was that? That was like that was here somewhere. He, there was, uh, there there was, was like there were flashes. Oh wow, good uh, oh, good, good job. You found it. There you go. Perfect. Um, it's like a hand in the dirt, like in the Adventure Time intro. And then like a baby hootie coming out of a jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hootie was here from the beginning. I, mean, I can't believe hootie is the collector. <laughs> I would think that this is like a Grimwalker one. I know that the Owl House is, like, an actual established thing in the universe, but hearing King be like, we're going to play a game, it's called the Owl House, that's like hearing Finn be like, we're going to play a game, it's called Adventure Time. Okay, can I... <laughs> but, they do, but they do say Adventure Time. I know, I know, but just hearing it in universe is really weird. Yeah. Hey, look. Okay, Baby, Patty Hunter! Wait. Oh no, it's one of the previous hunters. Oh, with a fucking dagger in his hand! Oh my god. This person has a horn, though. Who's this person? That's that. Like, that's the person that, that looked like. Uh, that's the person that looked like the guy we don't like, Bartholomew. Oh, look! There's dead, dead yeah, there's horn a, there's again. Do you think it's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> there's like, just so many dead hunters in this episode. What the hell? More, more, more. Are we on? That's it. More that's dead hunters. Oh, that's it. It's just those three. Okay, so it's just visions of him murdering hunter. Okay, great. I'm so proud of them for making Gus and Willow so likable, in my opinion. <laughs> I love them. I really do. Yeah, how do you get, like, you know, the, the Owl House characters, most of them being barely likable in season one, apart from, like, the main trio of, well, I'd say apart from Eder and Luz, and then you have season two where everybody is just great. Something I really like about Willow is... Like we she we saw her doing the like breathing technique thing the other episode that was really cute and then this episode, she's I don't know she seems really good at at calming people down like that's her thing like like she was like with King and even though everybody was arguing she was like waiting for the right moment to kind of just be like hey guys and I'm like oh my god she's so smart and good at calming people <laughs> I love her so cute I guess they just kind of knew about Ida being not Rain, and. I was wondering if we were going to get a reveal on, like, oh, here's a traitor amongst you. But I guess it was just yeah, kind of implied. we didn't get that. And it's like, how did they know? And they're like, oh, the Emperor's eyes everywhere. And it's, I wonder if they'll ever go you into know, that. The Emperor, the Emperor may have his eyes everywhere, but, like, um, but, like, Kikimura apparently had her eyes on the Emperor? Yeah, but, what? like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> when she said that she saw the collector, and how did she not know that the emperor was going to kill her? Well, why is everyone on the emperor's side just fucking crazy? I mean, if you want people to believe your giant death plan, then you gotta get crazy people, I guess. And be hot. Okay. Yeah, and be hot. Like, the emperor's <laughs> really got some good-looking folks. <laughs> uh, what have they done to Lilith? Is, do we know where Lilith is? Because... Last time we saw her, I think, was... When they did that adorable, and I hate them for it, shot where it was a picture, like oh, a picture yeah. of all the friends when they were young, it flashed to them like for a second. Was, uh, no, so we saw good. her. We saw her and Hootie getting captured. I think. Oh yeah, at the end. Oh yeah. yeah. How did they capture Hootie? They wrapped them up. Also, like he was all like untangled, sort of in a. In a unbelievable! Unbelievable! 
And, like, back to the collector, I think they did a really good job just showing the scale of their power because obviously like they just they just come out and the the zany music is playing over a really tense scene that was just happening they one shot the emperor and then the whole season you're like draining spell no one knows how to stop it the emperor just goes boop and just gets rid of it with their finger and it's like Uh, oh my god they're so strong (laughs) i just have to wonder like how did king's father imprison the collector like what on earth did yeah, that well, seems like that's it's something a that's so Titan interesting. Power, maybe I don't know. Like we don't we don't know because Titans are like gods, so they must have some sort of power of their own. But what I really liked is King was hidden from him because of the necklace he had. That I guess oh know, the his, co- his father gave him or the, whatever. I w- I didn't even think about that. I thought oh the necklace is enchanted, so for some reason the collector can't see him. But like. His because dad gave him a thing yeah. that specifically made hi- him they invisible. They needed to hide him from from the collector cool. specifically. I don't know what I I don't know why that flew over my head. I was just like, oh, if they're connected, I guess that the collector can only see him in the mirror realm or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe that is true because that seemed to have happened. But so, well, maybe if, that's if why he couldn't the, see him in the mirror realm. If we go back to the Metroid episode, like I'm sure there must be some kind of collector imagery that we didn't notice at the time, and all those murals yeah. on the wall, right? I can, I'll, I'll look. I'll look on like the wiki page to see if I can see anything. But yeah, I thought that was again that was really cool, like subtle lore of just like he's invisible and then he takes that off and that's it. He's not like oh the necklace makes the collector not see me. Like he just takes you just get it from <laughs> yeah. seeing that happen. It's really cool. Um, we should watch the body swap episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is something something that just occurred to me. A couple of episodes ago, talk about how the the like school faction was seemed like a like a totally separate thing, and then in the last one, you know, Luz's friends met up with her. Who was it who like dropped Luz off and said we we got some people to escort you? I don't I, remember. I don't know. Was it just oh, one of the people was, um... in Cats? Because there was a few just, like, kind of random-seeming... Yeah, maybe. Well, not, it was, not... I mean, it was one of them. Maybe they were random. But... Well, didn't didn't What's-His-Name ask him to, to escort, it's escort them? Like, um... God, I can't remember his name now. The Abomination Man. Darius? Yeah, Darius asked them to do it. Yeah, but maybe it was him. I'm not there sure. There was a lot but, like, of production. But so, so they must have had some communication with each other then um, that we didn't see... I'm wondering where's Principal Bump right now. That's we a good didn't, question. Like, see him? <laughs> Did he get away? Nick, I don't know if you've noticed, but like every one of these mural shots are showing of stars in them. I don't know. I guess that that's just a thing people use, but maybe. I mean, that could yeah. be oh, I'm trying to, to find the uh, child from the stars. The like scenes from the episode. Some of those were just the concept art. I mean, he ha- like he has a sigil, right? So I'm sure he was like feeling it, like everyone else was Principal Bump, but like. I don't know. He was like in the first... middle of grading tests, and he's like, "Ow, what? Oh no, <laughs> that's it." <laughs> I want to rewatch this after. episode. Oh right, and the oh god, oh. do you remember the? Uh... Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the collector. That's like exactly like didn't the collector do exactly that? Like with the sun yeah. in the middle, spiral around it with the with the with their spell. Isn't that like exactly yeah. the imagery? Yeah. <laughs> the hunters are enemies of the collector, but so was King's dad. Well, the, weren't the hunters worshippers of the collector? Oh wait, no, no, wait. Am I getting it mixed up? Did they worship? They did worship the collector. That's why yeah. they gave King the connection to him, 
Yeah. But the Kanati couldn't see King because of the necklace, and they didn't know. But it, but that's, it's like, why? Why is the Collector... If the Boiling Goyles has just been taken over by the Collector, then that means that the Titan of the Boiling Goyles might catch wind of it, and might be separated from the immediate turmoil, which means that we're most likely going to see the return of the Titan Hunters. Um, either as Collector Cultists, enemies for the characters to fight in Season 3, or, um, oh god, it really is Weed Mageddon, isn't it? Or, yes, um, I was going to bring that up earlier, I forgot to say that. Oh my god. <laughs> but, well, because Chan was talking like about the Collector's power, like, I was going to butt in and say, like, Bill Cipher kind of could do the exact same thing. But the context here is much more interesting because it's a show that has built its own magic lore. So to throw in a character who is doing things that we didn't think would be possible is really cool. Whereas Gravity Falls, it was like, it was anything goes. It was like, oh, Bill's so powerful. But it wasn't like you were shocked that he was so powerful because there were rules saying you couldn't be that powerful. It was just like, oh, yeah, he's like from another dimension because they just do sci-fi stuff all the time. So it's like cool. But here in Owl House, it has like a lore reason that I think helps differentiate it from uh, from Bill Cipher's sort of powers and characters and stuff. But it is a, it is a very similar premise absolutely uh lou's getting i know you guys reminded me that like lou's turning to stone like yeah he was doing that to Ida before too but i was like no, dipper turned into stone one like so but um you nerd you absolute nerd <laughs> but no it, it um you know yeah there's 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 just, there's just a lot of connections Wait, it, you know it you is kind of weird can you click maybe. the king hatching ones maybe maybe oh, does he have it when does he have the get the collar like he doesn't have it here. Does Ida find him right after that? Oh. she. We do see it, I think. Or maybe not. See, this, is what, I'm t- this is what I'm talking about with this wiki just having the whole, like, a flip note of the whole episode. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, that's just a frame by frame. Oh, my God. It's, like, it's embedded. Yeah. Like, there's... Which like, is a huge improvement. The wiki it. was not like this during season one. I remember because <laughs> I was, like, checking it for something. They barely had anything. King gets the most character updates out of everyone. First, he lost his... Or he gained his horn, and now he has a crack on his skull. And now the intro is going to show crack I skull. I was King. definitely <laughs> expecting his him to start bleeding from that and like that would be what was going on but no it's just kind of a oh that's interesting if he started like like, bleeding titan's blood out of that and they did something with it i was expecting it to crack and for him to become a giant giant titan maybe that's next i love i love how he used or i don't know like the the moment with him at the end he was just like he was like thanking her for being his first hang on a second what was that what was that go up go up Okay, can you see? Can we the screwdriver? Yeah, what's that? Um, I don't know. Yeah, he writes he his name on his collar. Did he write that? I think so. Did King write his own name on his collar? Would that explain it? That explains nothing. It just has his name on his collar. <laughs> but it says King writes his name on his collar on the top. Right, but I don't think that does anything. I think his collar just has his name on it now. We have to watch the episode again. We have to watch the episode again. What was I just saying? Does anyone remember? Oh, it was the king power thing. First of all, when he said uh, big sister to loose, I wanted to crack. And when he was like apologizing, I was like, why is like, he's just going to let go. Like, why is he apologizing like this? And he's like, I can keep you safe. And I was like, why is you letting go? Going to keep her safe. But then then he shouted them into the door. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was good. I love it. I don't even know what else to say, honestly. I, I know. Like, there's, it's just, you know, it's good. It's awesome. It's 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 definitely what I would have wanted from, from you know, a, a conclusion here. It, it it did a good job of not leaving us hanging in a way that like sucks for sure. We're literally gonna get to season three, and the first episode is gonna be like a three month flash forward, and then it's gonna be like Luce and Amity, and Luce is gonna be like, "Did you get your Spanish homework done yet?" And, and Amity's like, <laughs> "Not yet." And then yeah, it's just like a high school episode. <laughs> Hunter's like, "Wait, are we forgetting something?" <laughs> like the first season three episode is gonna be Hunter being like, "What is a burger?" And then they're gonna go to like the food court. Like, just kind of how amphibia operates. <sighs> Y'all make all these references. Like, this is just like weird Mageddon. This is just like that thing. And I'm like, I don't know any of these references. That's right. Okay, so this episode did a wonderful job at combining tension and emotional stakes with higher level stakes. I did think there were some issues with regards to, um, well, I, I felt like the way the Day of Unity was resolved was sudden, to say the least. I mean, that's kind of supposed to be the point, but, like, Belos was literally just flicked and now he's dead, but not really, but he's he's gone. Like, his entire threat, the entire threat of the Day of Unity is gone, like the snap of a finger. But the episode did a good job at combining high stakes with emotional stakes and tension, and it was much slower than, say, previous episodes have been, giving plenty of time to those most important and significant scenes, such as everybody being incredibly tense and scared. Because that's the most, that's the thing that they're trying to show us here. They're trying to show us how these characters react to an extremely stressful and scary situation and how they try and help each other and comfort each other in the face of a supposed Armageddon. I think they did a fantastic job with that and they did a fantastic job of showing the relationships as well, how everybody has really come much closer together in the past season, such as um, the Willow, Gus and Hunter gang, Ida and Lilith, um, every, every, everybody and, and even lose. oh god. Lou's appealing to Belos to save her own... To, to save everybody. Which would have literally not worked, by the way. She's like, if you promise you'll save my friends, I'll help you. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, he's gonna just fucking kill him anyway. <laughs> but Well, yeah, there's no way that he'd have been able to save well, anyone that, he wanted oh, to. That was all a trick, though. I was gonna say, one, that yeah. was a trick. And two, we forgot to mention how amazing that was. She branded the Emperor. Yeah, oh my was, god, that was, that was like cool. the best moment of the whole episode. And I oh my god, and, and they showed the hand. They showed the empty hand. And, 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 and he was like, nice try but no and then and then it had an invisibility spell oh on it God. because because Belos doesn't know how to do invisibility spells just so oh that was so good and she, she just like she just notices the branding head the back oh my god and she just she's so smart <laughs> did she really not did she really not combine glyphs at all when she saw him in the past I don't think so not to my knowledge she only showed him the light bulb glyph didn't she so he had no idea she could do that. I just, oh, it's so cool, especially because the like we find out the emperor can't even stop the draining spell. Like the emperor has no idea how to do it, and when once he was branded, it was like, 
over. Like, he was like, all I can do is go on this demonic rampage now, like, everything's <laughs> over. There's, like, no- nothing to lose at that point, which is terrifying. And now we have to wait, like, two years. Just kidding. Maybe not? Oh, Who no. knows? Maybe, 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 no, maybe, no, not two years. No. I can at least say with, like, certainty that I have no reason to believe they won't be able to close this show in, like, such an amazing way because it's, like, there's not too much to really answer. So, like, they can... That's why... That's why we think we're gonna get a random high school episode for no reason because, like, they, they could close it in, like, one more episode, honestly. Even, like, they shouldn't, but they could. Like, even yeah, though they got very... canceled, it's not... surpri- like, as a surprise, like, I'm really happy they're able to still knock it out of the park like this. They should do a Minecraft episode, like Adventure Time. I mean, we've been talking about it. We'll be talking about their Minecraft server. Yeah, true. They should make that canon. Yeah. They've done a good job at keeping the threads of the show narrow, so that when it does finally close out, all of the relationships are already resolved long before the final season, so we haven't had, like, massive overarching character plots or anything like that. We've just had focused, almost self-contained episodes that work very well by themselves, but can also be expanded on at later dates, rather than long overarching plots that depend on an end that hasn't happened yet. So, um... We could effectively resolve the remainder of the plot in one episode, or we could resolve it in six episodes, depending on how they want to play it and and what they would want to give room to expand on um, within those episodes. I'm guessing they are going to do a good job at filling out that time. um, Rather than, you know, procrastinating or, or, or too much padding. So we'll get plenty of time with the Owl House characters before they finally evaporate the collective for good, I'm assuming, and then restore peace to the Boiling Isles, or whatever they want to do. I feel like six... It is six, right? Like, in terms of time, we have six episodes left? Because it's... Is it three 44-minute episodes? Yes. I feel like that's, like, the perfect amount of time, too. Like, I'm... I'm, I don't know. I'm just excited. I'm not worried about it. And we all know how it will go. In, like, three years, it will come back on HBO Max. And we'll be able to enjoy it some more. Yeah, they'll make they'll do the amphibia crossover. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Any any other thoughts? I just reiterate how cool it looks and how good the music was for sure. Yeah, and the voice acting <laughs> as always. Like Rain in particular, they're like, I love I love them. What did they say to Ida exactly? Like I promised someone i'd keep you safe were they referring to something they promised to ida or who did they promise to uh they said like oh they promised they, a right. very special kid i'd keep you safe oh that's I'm gonna, that, okay <laughs> oh man <laughs> so did you forget that that happened in the last episode i forgot also without context it's so funny i i promised a very special kid i'd keep you safe rips arm off <laughs> like <laughs> in like text form that's like the best like out of context out loud thing i've ever heard <laughs> oh are we closing it up question mark well readings, uh... i guess I don't know. It's, I mean, is it a 10 again? Like, it was good. It was a great episode, but I mean, like, it's, you know... It, yeah, I feel like there's nothing to add. I think we... It's not like a theory episode. It's like, this is like a resolution of all these things happening, and it's like, okay, we we watched it, we reacted to it, and... Guys, this could be our last Owl House podcast for a very long time. It could literally be two years before the next one. So would you like to have some closing thoughts on the season as a whole and how it's been making you feel? That's a good idea. So, 
Uh, You're a genius. I thank you. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I wish I'd thought of that earlier and had a prepared answer, but I don't. I mean, I just, I adored, I adored this season. Like, I even, you know, I liked the show from the beginning. Even like the crummier episodes, I thought it had a lot of heart and it was really fun. But in season two, like, it just felt like it expanded on everything I liked about the show, and just and and I, I really, really just I'm trying to think back on like. It started with Luce going after the, what was the, Celt, Celtidomus or something? What was that? The, the big sea monster. And then we met Hunter for the first time. Uh, yeah. And, um, this was and then Hunter Amity and season. Luce's... What was that? This, this, like, this whole season is kind of Hunter's storyline. Yeah, but... And then, like... It's a very good storyline. And then Luce and Amity getting together, like, the, the way... Because I remember back in the the infamous sports episode when Amity was being really blushy, I was concerned that her character was going to completely shift, but oh man, I, how how much I loved her. Like I it's, it's just crazy. It's 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 really nice. It's it's not very often that I watch a show and I watch like a new season and and, and really it can just like definitively say like this feels objectively just an improvement in every way. And that's that's just what I felt. Good job. Woohoo. Woohoo. Someone else talk. <laughs> well, how come the Owl House went from the okay, but like kind of. Um, it wasn't. Season 1 isn't bad by any means. It had, like I said in the previous video, it had the core relationship of Edo, Luz, and King. Everything that went outside that core relationship tended to be mediocre at best, but as long as it stuck to that, it made some fine episodes. Nothing to blow your socks off, but the world was kind of cur curious enough, um, such as the Bat Palace Win episode, for, for your imagination to be tantalised. Now, Season one on rewatch is a little bit painful to rewatch. I mean, it's fine. It's it's fun. It's fine. But season two, and the fact that season two got better and better and better over time, I don't understand how that's even possible. Like, when's the last time we had a bad episode in season two? We had the one that I gave like a low score because I couldn't pay attention. The one with the to author, it. that one. Yeah, I, I, I think I barely watched it, and I when I watched it, I expected them to drag the hunter being um, barely realizing he's being mistreated plot for like for ages, but then they resolved it in the very next hunter appearance, and. If I went back and rewatched that episode, I'd probably give it a much higher score, knowing what I know now about how those characters progressed and, like, you know, the really nice bond that they developed later in the season. And so, season two is going to be a job, one one heck of a job to rewatch, and I just can't. How? Like, what? What kind of gods did? Um, Dana what, what kind of collective mirror did Dana <laughs> Terrace give some Titan blood to in order to get the power to make our house season two this good? Like the moment, the moment at the very end, barring the stupid amphibia reference, which which is funny, but it's it's dumb. Um, the moment, I mean, that's why it made me angry. Like the the moment at the end where they all just splash through the portal and 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 are just there. In, in Earth, and Luz opens and closes the door over and over, and you have your squad now, your your season three squad of Amity, Widow, Luz, Gus, Hunter, and, and you're like, 
those are the characters who are going to resolve the rest of the plot and you have room for an incredibly focused season three. Um, and V. We she, didn't see her, but like, there's yeah, no way she's, gonna, well. she's not going to play a part, you know? She definitely will. She, she did something similar in that when all the characters went to space, there was only like five of them. And then it spent a lot of time um, resol- resolving things with those vibes, so it wasn't too expansive, I guess. But in in this case, our house, it's um, it it really feels like it's going to be all killer no further next season. And if it's the same quality that season two has been, then like I said, we will we are heading for the greatest series finales we have ever seen. This is already one of the best season finales I've ever seen. It might even blow most of Adventure Times. Wacky season Honestly, finales yeah. out of the water. Because I was thinking, and, like, uh, la- la- the last season finale, you know, uh, we all weren't so hot on, right? And I think, no. uh, I don't remember if this was, like, on the podcast, or maybe it was just something we were talking about some other time. But, Tipsy, I think I remember you saying, like, you know, what's a show that you really remember, like, you really like for its its finale, like, that has a really good finale? And, like, there's a lot of shows that I like a lot, but, like, the last episode isn't always the best part. And, you know, because yeah. it's so easy to, to not get it quite right when you've spent so long building up to something, you know. But this one, like, really did get it right. And it's like, there's a big mystery here of, like, how like how are they going to get back? And, like, how? And what is happening on the other side of that door? Like, what is the Collector doing? We saw, like, every Covenhead leader just basically kind of decay and die and then Ida's I guess I assume that they're okay now question mark because the draining spell was shut off but it's just like for all we know Ida's alone everybody's like in like a magic coma and and there's just no way to get back to her and it's just like oh man what is going and on King's being King's presumably being volleyballed around like a plaything, trying to play oh god the owl house what it what a, what a joke, but also not a joke whatsoever. Oh my god. Um, everybody, let's play the Owl House. We need every single person. The show's going to end with like the Boiling Isles and everything getting destroyed, and, and but then King dies and becomes the new island. <laughs> because no. it's after becoming a very, very large titan, King becomes the new so island. King, King becomes an adult and immediately dies. Yeah. Well, no, maybe, maybe <laughs> like getting big is just something that only happens to Titans after they die. Whoa, it's like Whoa. that one that one comic they made of Jake where he just completely yeah. expand. I love that's like one of my favorite things. Well, anyway, so Tipsy, like a, m- a minute ago, you mentioned like you know season three is potential to be a uh, all killer no filler, uh, and that specific phrasing just made me think like, you know, any show it, it takes a while for them to. It could take a while for them to, like, really nail down their formula and all their characters really well. And with the Owl House, we had the slightly rocky season one, and season two was, you know, overall much better quality. But, like, they found their footing and then immediately had to start running because they didn't have much time left. And so in season two, I feel like a contributing factor that we like it so much probably is that there are less filler episodes because they don't have time for them. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> as i mean as rude as it is to say because like people you know it sucks that they got canceled when they thought they'd have or they would hope they have more and stuff but like what they're doing here is still like super good and it's like would it be worse if it was longer well, i was I wondering know. that would they have but, pulled would they have like made the hunter plot like way more drawn out if they had more time sort of 
Yeah. Well, we, I, I was kind of thinking know. when we were seeing the Day of Unity happen and all the Covenheads were up there, and several of them were people I we don't know at all. I feel like I've never, never seen them. You know, we probably have seen them like once because there was like that one. Like the Oracle Covenhead leader, I assumed, with like the mask. Oh, they were cool. I yeah, like yeah, I don't know. That, I mean, that's just probably, you know, maybe if we had had more episodes, we could have actually gotten to meet all of them, which would have been neat. But The guy who got eaten by ants? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not uh, entirely necessary, I guess, as we've seen, because this has been a great season. Listen, it's not all doom and gloom. I assume you guys are down for this, but, like, we get to do a Hootie Awards for season two, and I feel like that's going to be fun. Like, yes, I was going to ask about that. Like, last season it was, like, favorite character, favorite episode. For me, it was, like, very obvious every time. This one, it's like, I love everybody and I love every episode. So it's going to take a lot of thought. And I'd love to do it. Let me see. Yeah, I definitely would need to go and watch some over again or something. Get more sponsors, too. Like, like (laughs) basketball or something. Uh. Basketball, Um, too. But, okay, Nick's thoughts on this series, I guess. It's really good. I don't know. I recently I've just have been, I have such a hard time remembering shows and stuff that I'm watching because I've been going through stuff pretty like quickly. It's not often that things recently have been like super duper resonating with me. And I wouldn't really even sh- say that this show is, but like I'm loving it. But it's um you know, it's always on the back of my mind. I'm always looking forward to the next episode, but it's not like gripping me like how i was gripped by like adventure time or anything like that like this is still a very casual show for me but i you know still love it to pieces and i basically agree with everything you guys said where this season is delivering really well on being like sort of a mini series giving like just pacing itself so nicely but the thing too like whenever we watch an episode whenever we i put on an episode i can tell that this show has like some I don't know if it's just the way that they like they're using little tricks or something but like it seems so polished like there's something to the way it looks and the way it's animated how often it has cool action scenes and stuff that like it seems like it's a step above a lot of other western cartoons just like in the visual department I've definitely noticed that yeah I don't even know if I would say I'm a fan of the style really like I don't know how much I really like the way the characters look I think I love their designs but like i would favor you know maybe a little bit of a weirder style over this but i like still the ways that they they animated the amount of like costumes the characters get and stuff the background art even though like this episode is a perfect example of like the lighting effects and stuff like they they have some really really great artists and stuff working on this because it really like it stands out in the visual department a lot to me um and that's kind of the hook of it because, like, I talk about it a lot with, like, it has so much horror stuff in it. And whenever they do that, they get so into it and it's so cool. It's just the way they make can make it look is so different from from other stuff. Because kind of the only other comparable, again, would be Gravity Falls. And it's like, I love how Gravity Falls looks, but it doesn't look like this show. Like, it does, it just, it doesn't look as good as this show much at all, which is... I don't want that to be rude to say because Gravity Falls still looks great. But there's something about this show where like every single frame and scene is like really interesting. I think maybe Gravity Falls just kind of has more. It's weird. Gravity Falls weirdly has more of a sitcom thing going on because, you know, it's not like there's filler episodes in it. 
but there's a lot more situational episodes. Whereas Owl House, um, even within season two, one, and of course, like the entirety of season two, has been foot on the gas, like lore episodes. Like they do that a lot. So I think they they just like they knew to keep things cinematic always, even if it is a simpler episode. Whereas a show like Gravity Falls or whatever else, even like maybe Steven Universe, like they usually frame things in very basic ways most of the time, unless there's a big moment that needs to look really good. So I think that's something that stands out about the show a lot to me. And I, um, and I say it too, like, I don't like fantasy settings that much, but something about the, again, it's kind of maybe the horror elements or like just the way, like the whole world is kind of like a weird gross out world or it's all bones and stuff. Like there's like, they have bile sacks on their hearts that give them the magic and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, they use, I'd it, argue they use it's that less... for comedy. It's like not really fantasy, like like you said. It's like a, like there is a lot of gross and body horror. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, it's and definitely I, fantasy. That helps it's me just love a, it. a particular take. Yeah, it's def. I mean, it's definitely fantasy in a lot of ways. Just kidding, yeah. but like, and, and I mean, you got like it being about covens and stuff. Like, I've never, I've never watched. Any, I've never really even heard the term coven before this show. And really? like you guys were, you guys <laughs> were talking. I mean, I, I, like vaguely, but I didn't really like. You know, I've never saw a piece of media where, like, that's the focus of it, really. I'm in a coven so, in real life. We meet naked in the woods every day at 3 a.m. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> that's, oh, that's what that's called? That's yeah. And right. you're like, I guess I'm in I a coven, I'm, too. I guess I'm in one, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, just the, all the horror elements I agree with. You know, casually having, like, all the bones of the previous hunters under the bridge. We didn't yeah. mention that. That... that Oh, oh! I need to mention. I need to mention. So you know how um, the emperor threw the the, the collector's mirror off of off the right, off the bridge. Hang on, my dog is awake and he's probably gonna pee on my bed. I gotta get him out of here. Okay, thanks. You can continue. Keep talking. Right. Okay. So the collector's mirror landed in a previous cloak of the Golden Guard. So Hunter dying, like better thrown away, Hunter effectively saved the collector and saved the link with the collector, which allowed King to summon the Collector and end Belos. So Belos is, in a sense, his own undoing. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that the mirror didn't shatter. I guess it's made of diamonds or something. <laughs> no, it, 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 like I said, it landed in Hunter's cloak. Like, like oh, it landed I... in a little safety. The cloak wasn't on the floor or anything. It was, like, hung up and, and it just landed in the I cloak. didn't well, even notice did. that. Like, that is genius. Belos did, like, throw it while while wrapping it in something was that the cloak or like uh i don't know uh, i mean Maybe either way was like still, that was still i think I don't, I don't yeah he, i mean he did he did put something around it because i guess he didn't want people to see it and he just like threw it off no it's because think... the collector like th this was new information to this episode as far as we knew specifically it seems like the collector when the collector is trapped in his beast ball thing in another dimension or whatever, the mirror is the only way he can communicate with anyone in this world or like in the in the demon realm. Um, so when the emperor covered up the mirror, that was covering up the collector's only way of communication. So he was yeah. like shutting him up by doing that. I'm back. I have a dog on my lap. Also, Nick, I know Gravity Falls is like your absolute baby, and I have to have respect the curtains of twenty twenty of twenty twelve that led up to these being possible. But Owl House kind of blows it out with the park. Sorry. Well, I I could see I like I worry about rewatching Gravity Falls because I feel like even I would notice it's not. 
that Dude, great. I, I, but it just I mean, has aesthetics. It. it has aesthetics. The way they did the overarching mystery and like working with the internet community to solve that stuff. Like it, it, it's very yeah, it's special got a vibe, to me hasn't because it? of yeah, it's very special to me because of that stuff. I know if I looked at it again, the writing probably wouldn't be that great. But just the effect it had on me creatively and stuff makes me like I can't. I, I have to love it and think about it all the time. Exactly, just how I like um, Over the Garden Wall and Gun oh, Buster. Oh, Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> yeah, even though those aren't like massively spectacular, they have that vibe, and I just love it so much. But, but um, in terms of like quality writing, bloody hell! Like the today's cartoons, these last two tight, this these last Titans, I should say, Owl House, The Last Man Standing. My God, what a send off! To the generation yeah very depressing so, i wanted i wanted to mention too just like also the representation that's in this show is like incredible but i mean you know we bring that up whenever it's the subject of an episode anyways but like that's also another leading factor that just makes me love this series very a lot true. because the way they the way they've been treating everything there what do you think do you want to rate the episode I give it a ten out of ten. Ten out I'll be of nice ten. It and I'll let it, I'll let it keep that point. I was going to dock because it could be a joke. How about you giving it an eleven out of ten, but then dock the point for the? Yeah, yeah. I'll give it an eleven. I give it an eleven out of ten, but it had a really, really inappropriately timed joke at the end. So I'm going to give it a ten out of ten instead. I'm also a ten, absolutely. What if they just, like, the last season, like, it actually becomes an Amphibia crossover, and it's like, well, fuck you if you didn't watch Amphibia. <laughs> well, I was watching Amphibia yesterday, and they were talking about portals through dimensional worlds, and there was very clearly a picture yeah, of the Owl so House I know on what you're talking about. A little while ago, or, like, before the Amphibia, um, like, hiatus ended and the season came back, I was thinking, like, it feels so right that they would do a crossover between the two shows, because, like... I don't know, the the vibes are similar. They, they reference each other all the time, like they just did in this one. Um, but, like, there's no, no possible way they could have done that without it being extremely plot-important to both shows. So, like, yeah, it's, it didn't happen, and it's not going to happen, I don't think. No. Nick, what's your well, rating? Well, Gravity Falls uh, takes place in the same multiverse as Rick and Morty, and that's really cool. Anyways, um... Uh, I wanted to say 9.5 only because I feel like I liked the episode before this better just because it had more character stuff going on. And that's like basically the only reason like this episode was super cool and tense. But I, I think I'll still just give it a 10. Like yeah. it, I'll say that the yeah. I'll say that the other one was better still to me. But this one like just kicked so much ass. It had so much cool stuff, so much nice horror stuff. This the subtle collector lore and, and seeing the collector in action, the way it ends. It's all very, very awesome. Tulip, don't ruin it. Yeah, I, I said it earlier. Like, it's got to be a 10. And the music. The, I, it, it's, it could be an 11 out of 10 because of the some of the music, too. <laughs> I don't even need to think about it. I don't even need to think, oh, what, what if this episode was good enough to be worth a 10? It just, like, the whole thing. You know, the experience. Are you saying we're all 10s? Is this the first time ever? I don't think so. I don't think so. Are you sure? We had some in season one and perhaps earlier. We in had season all two. tens before. Yeah. I mean, I guess I believe you. I just always remember like trying to be like, okay, this is the time, and then someone's like six. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like no. <laughs> Dang it, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I also gave a ten to like the past like three episodes. I mean, I guess the outhouse is good, huh? Yeah. yeah. 
rewatched that episode, the one, the one with Caleb. All right, I'm gonna do this haiku right now. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Okay. The emperor is dead. All hail the collector. Uh. Mm, I think here we need comes... one more syllable on that one. All hail. Oh, is hail? Oh, hail's one syllable, isn't it? Oh no. I thought hail all, was two. All ha- hailing. All bow to the collector. Uh, all kneel to the collector. The emperor is dead. All kneel to the collector. High school episode. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. See y'all next season. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thank